In the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. Let me I can do it today. I'm not going to do it today. I'm, I, he's waiting for it. I saw you pause. He was waiting. To, no, I was about to do it. I ain't even going to lie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead one time. Go ahead. Hit me. Let me hit. It's too late. I had the Millie Rock as soon as it was going. No, we can turn it back up. We can turn it back no. up. You know me. I'm a fool. I don't care. I should not. What's going on, T? I'm good, man. I'm good. Everybody, welcome to another show of In The Mix. I'm your host, T, and that's Lindsay Lens over there. She's about to Millie Rock one time. I'm going to catch you one day on camera, and I'm going to post it on Twitter. We're going we're gonna to catch you. We're going to get you. That's going to happen. I'm going to have a spoiler for the, you know, the fans do a little Millie Rock video. We'll see. We'll see. But, Lizzie, how are you doing, though? You know, you want in town. You know, Irma came through your town or whatnot. You doing good? You holding up? What's up? What's happening? <laughs> Lizzie got out of town. Uh, <laughs> I mean, thank you for everybody who was hitting me up, like, to make sure I was good. But, yeah, no, Lizzie got out of here at least. Four days before anything was about to pop off. Um, but luckily, I came back to a house that was not flooded. Um, they had a slight power outage, but that was about it. Um, but, you know, it's a blessing in itself because I know a lot of other people, like, they had, like, trees fall through their house. Like, the house was flooded. And, you know, a lot of people just got to start over or have to go to shelters. You know, it's really sad. Like, especially in Florida. Like, oof. They had so much water. I don't even know what my fight looks like now. Oh, man, hey, but Miami going to bounce back. All that money they make. But, yeah, man, Florida, I think Jacksonville caught it so bad. Like, I was just looking at Twitter and people I know who yeah. work down there, and the flooding there it just was ridiculous. Like, they was out of power for, like, weeks. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, not at all. But, I mean, you know, most definitely um, prayers go out to, you know, all those people who are trying to, like, restore their homes and, you know, right, right. who basically. Have to start over. Um, and let me just say a quick uh, shout out to Big Sean. Um, there was a one music. I mean, I'm sorry, not one music. Music Midtown Festival this weekend. And um, Big Sean with Salifa, Bruno Mars, Blink One Eighty Two, Mumford and Sons, like a whole bunch of different artists came. But he was the <coughs> only one who actually like took a moment to acknowledge like the Harvey victims and the Irma victims, and you know how mm-hmm. we need to appreciate have. So I thought it was really cool. So shout out to him for that. Yeah, shout out to them. Also, have you seen the weather, though? Like, out in the ocean, it's like three hurricanes back-to-back right now. What is going yeah. on? Listen, it's, earth, it's earthquakes popping off in the west. It's hurricanes over in the east. I don't know. Listen. Uh, <laughs> look, my, my, my coworker said, ever since the eclipse, the world ain't been the same. Hey, damn if he ain't right. <laughs> no, ever since Trump came into office, the world ain't been the same. Are you taking it that far? Okay, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be honest. It's been a rough year. It's only he's only been in office for a year, a year, and look at all this chaos. Like, uh oh. These are natural <laughs> disasters, like- Lindsay. You can't, you can't, you can't put that on him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, maybe God upset, so he like, look, y'all better do something to get him out of here before I have to show y'all I'm pissed. I don't know, but I ain't here for it. And it's, mm-hmm. you know what's crazy to me, though, how people are so quick. Like, I know, okay, I know we want to get to some juicier topics, but it really has been, like, eating me up that, like, some people are so quick to come to his defense when he's blatantly wrong or even when he's, like, done wrong by the people. But, you know, when it's, you know, somebody of um, – um, just regular American or, you know, white nationality, it's like everything is permissible. You know what I'm saying? Like, that whole ESPN story, like, really, I don't know. Like, it has me boggled. And maybe you can explain to me if there was something that, like, Jamil did that was so far left that I don't know about, but it's crazy to me how she can say something and it's like, oh, she needs to get fired. But the young lady, um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but who was doing the – I guess you could say the Miss Texas, um, her name was like Marginal Wood or something. She basically spoke on, you know, him being something equivalent to like a white supremacist, and she was praised for it. So, like, what is even going on? I'm confused. You just said it all right there, honestly. I mean, she she tweeted what she felt about Trump, and, you know, ESPN kind of didn't really back her up. And then Trump said, you okay. know, she should be basically – he didn't say the exact words fire, but he basically said, you know, she needs to be removed. Um, and I feel like, I, I don't know how to put it because, you know, she's in a high, a high position where, you know, mm-hmm. everything you said is going to get put into, you know, put into light under the microscope. So with that being said, you know, you got to know what you're going to say, but at the end of the day, you know, those are her rights to say her own opinions. And, you know, right. it wasn't through ESPN. It was through her own Twitter. So that's kind of mm-hmm. where it's like back and forth. What do you really do? It's, it's your own right. Twitter. You know, you built this Twitter. They're not paying for you for your Twitter. Like, so that's your own personal. That's basically your brand. So when it comes to things like that, I mean, it's, it's so touchy-feely. You don't really know what side to take. But once again, you are a celebrity. So what whatever you says will get put into the light. And especially if it's against Donald Trump. And right. ESPN was not going to fire Jamel, like, the black community supports us so much. They didn't mm-hmm. want that, you know, negative publicity. They just really didn't right. want that. Even, even the National Association of Black Journalists sent out a statement saying they support Jamel and we stand behind her. Mm. I, I'm just confused because I thought, don't you have the right? Like, what happened to the whole right. freedom of speech thing? Like, are we just That's like disregarding everything about the Constitution? Because I'm confused. And even Don Lemon made a good point because the fact that he was even asking for an apology was beyond me. But he made a good point in saying um, it's funny how he's asking for us to apologize, but when, you know, President Barack Obama was in office, like, you, he was coming to his neck, like, every other week talking about he's not even a citizen and all this stuff like that. And basically, you know, he's trying to accuse Obama of being a racist, but you never apologized for that. So don't be all of a sudden so upset because now it's being thrown your way. I mean, the difference between you and him is you've actually shown, you know what I'm saying, like, your true colors. So I just... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that's fair. And y'all gonna, you know, being one-sided when it comes to that. If you gonna feel but, some type of way, you need to feel some type of way towards white people too. I mean, she she acknowledged what she did, you know, and said she was a little bit wrong, and you know, she apologized to you know, to ESPN. So I, I feel like she's taking a bigger, you know, the, the high road here, and you know, just trying mm-hmm. to brush it, you know, brush it under the rug right now because I feel like it's. I don't know if I want to say this because maybe people will come from me for saying this, but maybe I think it's getting blown out of proportion, and that's just my opinion. Agree, completely agree. So, 
speaking of getting blown out of proportion, <laughs> what is your take on this whole Kevin Hart situation? I'm, I'm just curious from a male standpoint, what is your opinion? <laughs> you, you know oh, I, I know you do. I know you do. I'm, I'm going to leave the music off just, just for you this one. We're not going to play any song under our voice right now. So tell me if I got this wrong. So basically, Kevin Hart was saying he was drunk. Was he blaming it on the alcohol? Blaming on the, uh, 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 was that's what he was doing? Or, okay, so, look, that's your own fault then. You can't blame the mm-hmm. alcohol or what? You're a grown-ass man. You, you're in your 30s. You might be in his 40s. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how old Kevin Hart is. I'm pretty sure he's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. You know better. You know better. And with yeah. that being said, the allegations are, this was the weekend of your pregnant wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. Why are you not at home with your pregnant wife? <laughs> that, that's, that's just my, my, my thing right there. Like, she, it's her birthday. She's having your child. Her birthday weekend is her weekend. Now that you go partying. Oh, I'm going to say on that, Lindsay. Because I know you're going to hop into I hear you over there. Woo. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. You got it. Okay, listen. So, I'm just, I, Okay. I, I try to remind myself that she is pregnant, so I do I do feel bad for her because number one, as much as people are like, oh, nobody should feel bad for her because she's the reason why you know Kevin cheated on his you know ex wife, blah blah blah, all this stuff like that. I'm not really sure how accurate that is, so I'm not even gonna speak to that. But I will say, she is pregnant, and number one, she's not getting like embarrassed on you know the level of like your average person where you know people don't know what you got going on like. Kevin's pretty much popping right now. So anything that's happened in his life, like, we're all pretty much in tune to, right? So that's number one where it's already like, okay, I'm embarrassed with that. Number two, his ex-wife literally, and she and, like, her got into it maybe all but a month ago because we spoke on it. And, you know, she was basically saying, like, hey, you don't really know Kevin like you think you do, and don't mm-hmm. try to throw shade at me, like, as if your house is squeaky clean. And so, basically, the same thing he did to her, he ended up doing to his new wife. So, I already know she's pissed for the fact that, like, thanks for, you know, proving her right. And then third, it's kind of like, y'all just got married. Like, just got married. So, And it's like, not apparently, it's not just one woman, but apparently it was multiple as well. And my question to you is, if you... If he was not um, on the verge of being extorted, because the woman went to the extent of saying the only reason why he was trying to raise money for Hurricane Harvey was because he knew he was about to be extorted. Now, that I don't believe is true, because Kevin Hart's always doing, like, notable things for people. Like, he's still always, like, donating money schools and for, you know, scholarships for children and stuff like that, and always has been looking out for different causes. So I don't believe that. But do you think, has she not called him out or, like, threatened to extort him that he would have even admitted to cheating? That's a tough allegation because, like you said, I think he really did it for the kindness of his heart. Now, whether mm-hmm. it be, you know, because she was going to call him out or what, that is a great mm-hmm. question. You know, she said he paid off everyone. He paid off. She tried to go to multiple publications and now they want to take the story. So she did it for free. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Kevin Hart came out and apologized and said, you know, he's a human, he makes mistakes, blah, blah, blah. But he never acknowledged this. It's, I, unless I didn't never see it, to my understanding, he never acknowledged the, you know, what she said about the, um, the foundation and whatnot for the hurricane relief. Um, 
I don't know, Lindsay, man. Cap is a good dude. Well, except when it comes to cheating. But <laughs> at the I end of the say, day. That's but everything else he seems pretty Everything solid, else he you know? seems like a good dude. So I feel like he genuine wanted to help. So he, I, I'm yeah. going to say, that's my final answer. I'm going to ask my final answer for 200, Alex. Uh, Kevin Hart wanted to help. <laughs> I care. I just. I hope everything works out for them. You know, um, at least, well, number one, the one plus for him is that, you know, the girl can't, you know, try to extort him for money. Like we've seen a lot of, you know, celebrities had that happen to him. Um, number two, thank God she's not pregnant because that would have been a mess in itself. Um, but number three, I just, I hope he can repair his marriage. You know, it's still early on. Um, so I hope they can gain that trust back. But that's, yeah, that's kind of rough. Yeah. And she's pregnant. It's like, dang, what was she supposed to do? Like, that's unfair. She's pregnant. So, I mean, sorry because she's not going to wake up flawless every day. But, I mean, she's pregnant. Dang. And honestly, I mean, women are still pregnant. Don't get it twisted, okay? Look, that's that's his relationship. That's We got to let him do what he want to do. But it seems like they're through. They're through. We're going we gonna to keep y'all posted on that. I mean, we got to. Lindsay, I know you're going to keep eyes on it. You're going to keep tabs oh, on it. Oh, of like, course. You gonna keep lock- you gonna have your jaws on like a pit bull, I tell you. <laughs> but look, look, ask me. I gotta ask you this: Is Nas and Nikki? You know, are they seeing each other? You know, they they've been you know out and about for about three months now, three, four, five, six months. Is it official? Are they dating or are they just kicking it? I feel like at the most they're kicking it. Have they might have smashed and stuff on their own time? Probably, but I feel like. To me, I think they're better off as friends. Um, and the only reason why I say that is because when she was dating Meek, like, let's be honest, Meek was, like, at the height of his career. And when he started dating her, like, it kind of took a backseat a little bit, um, you know, because everybody was so into the relationship and the L's he was taking and feeling like, oh, well, he was secondary to Nikki and this, that, and the third. So with Nas being as great as he is, I don't want that to become something that, like, you know what I'm saying? Ends up being, I don't even want to say a bad look for his career, but uh, let's be honest, in celebrity world, those relationships really overpower, like, people's image and what they work for. The only people have, that it hasn't really happened to is, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z, but that's because they built, like, a pretty solid foundation just individually, and now they have an empire together. So it's not like one, you know, outshadows the other or outshines the other. But I don't... I don't know. I mean, do you do you think they would make a good couple? I don't know. It seemed like it. You know, Nas, he chill. You know, he ain't got time for all this drama. You know, being on the spotlight, doing this. You know, I feel like he could hold down Nicki. So if he's chill and Nicki ain't, how does that work? What do you mean? Like, he, you got to have your yin and yang. You know, like, she could be in a spotlight when Nas too. is chilling. Yeah. You're right. She might balance him. That's very true. Yeah, you should know this. Yin and yang. I know you dated some opposites in your day. You know, you... Hey, 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 hey. It's even cute. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. We'll just, we'll just say that. I, I follow completely. <laughs> I hate that. I just want to talk about it. I can't. You know, well. Good luck to them, you know, best of luck if y'all are dating or whatever y'all doing. Um, <laughs> but in other news, okay, no, let's get serious for a quick second. Because this story, I'm not going to lie to you, I literally was following it for a week straight, and it was one of those things where I didn't want to, but it was like eating me alive. So, 
Um, for anybody who's not aware, uh, there was this story of this young woman named Kanika Jenkins who, what was she, only like 19 or something? Young girl. Yeah, she and was 19, yeah. She's um, from Chicago, and she went to this, like, hotel party for one of her, like, best friends. Um, and basically, by the end of the night, ends up somehow dead in a freezer. And, you know, it took, I guess, the police, like, 12 hours or so to even, like, find and discover her body. So you see, like, her friends doing Facebook Live videos, and they're posting all of this stuff. Um, and everybody pretty much was convinced that, like, her friends took part in it. One of her friends worked at the hotel. They're on the ninth floor, but, like, the kitchen and the freezer that she, you know, went into was, like, in the basement. So a lot of things were just confusing. And on top of that, you know, Twitter had its own, you know, private investigators who just were kind of, like, dropping their opinions of stuff they heard in the video and all this other stuff, so it was really confusing of what to believe. Um, but recently they released a video surveillance basically showing her, like, walking throughout the hallway just pretty much. Um, they were alleging that she was, like, on drugs or had, like, an e-pill in her system um, and was just showing her walking throughout the hallway, getting on the elevator by herself, and then, you know, showing her in the kitchen by herself. Um, so I don't know if she was going in the freezer to cool down or what have you, but I still don't know what to make of the story, and it's really sad because I don't know if it was, like, a self-inflicted uh-huh. situation where the drugs, you know, really did control her or if her friends, you know, had a role in it. I mean, what do you think? It's, like, really sad. It really is sad to the point where if you have to question the friends that's killing her, I don't know. But like mm-hmm. you say, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, we all had all of the non, you know, non-official investigators where people were saying – Pausing the video. Look at those shadows right there. Someone was following her. Not following her. Mm-hmm. Someone was like baiting her over here. Look at that. I see a shadow over there in the, you know, in the basement. So they said that kitchen hasn't been used in a while and it was in the basement. So I'm like, mm. hmm. Okay, so my my interpretation of this was what I got. I heard heard some guy was supposedly, you know, was um, you know, filling each other during a party, was they might go mess around or something. Who knows? So I'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe he was like you know, meet me downstairs in the basement, in the fridge, and, you know, and we'll, you know, whatever, but whatever. But that's my first, my first guess. Or my second one is, you know, she was just so drunk, wobbled around, and just having to fall asleep, pass out in the fridge, and then mm-hmm. no one could find her. That was all she wrote. I guess when you go in that deep sleep, she just never woke up. Um, who, I mean, who knows? It's kind of weird how she went to down there. I was say, even if that is the case, don't do you feel like to some extent her her friends should be responsible for not being aware that she like just randomly wandered off? Like you know, like yeah, for her to go missing yeah. song and like y'all just have no recollection or knew where she was. Like some of my things are sketchy to me. Like I don't know if I go to a club even with my friends or a bar. Like we're on top of it of knowing where everybody is. Like and if you literally dismiss yourself for something, it's like oh hey girl, I'm gonna go to the bathroom while I'm going with this guy. But like. To just wander off and, like, nobody knows where you're at. Like, I don't know. And especially if you knew she took a pill. Like, I would think y'all would be on guard to, like, watch what's going on. So, it's really hard for me to look at her friends and be like, oh, y'all are completely innocent. Because as much as the young lady, like, I understand, you know, should be responsible for herself as well. Um, It's, it's kind of like you would hope your friends would look out for you. I don't know. Yeah, you know? I mean, it... <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that story makes me very uncomfortable. All I'm gonna just say is, be careful who you trust around. 
you and if you are going to try adventurous things, you know, and stuff like that, not saying that you really should be trying drugs anyway, but um, I really feel like if you want to do anything that's like, like abnormal, like for example, if you know, most people they might go out drinking or something, but they drink more than usual if you know they're out with their friends and they don't have to drive or something. Be around people that you can trust and like that you actually know will have your back because even if a situation happens like that and you get beside yourself, you need at least somebody to keep you in check. You right. know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah I, I, that is a that's a strange one. It, it's so many angles you can take with this story. I don't know mm-hmm. what the police is going to do. And uh, the family, you know, is upset about it, as I would too. Uh, you know, yeah. somebody got to know something. Somebody. I'll question every last one of those kids in that room. <laughs> I'll be that crazy parent. I'll be that crazy parent. I wouldn't even care. No, because I don't know. I'll be following the story to see if they have any, like, new updates and stuff like that. And we'll definitely um, keep y'all posted. Um, but, you know, in a, a lighter note, um, I think it's so amazing that within the past, like, two weeks, uh, Sloane Stephens was the first black woman to win the U.S. Open since Venus and Serena. And it was, like, just endless pictures of her getting that $3.7 million check. And she just looks so excited, and I just think that's amazing to show that you know that was clever for her. <laughs> I think it's so amazing to show that like we still continuously have people working behind the scenes to become legends and historical, just in sports or just in general for the African American community. Um, I think we always look to like one or two figures as like the go-to, but you know, somebody else kind of has to, like, carry the torch afterwards. So, I mean, shout out to her. I think that's a pretty boss move. It is. It is. I, I'm kind of sad, though, you know, be being a sports figure. I actually didn't yeah. watch it. You know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I was a little busy that day. <laughs> I, you know, I kept, I kept the, you know, the, the highlights on my phone, you know, ESC and after one night, you know, I, I kept looking at it. But I didn't watch it <laughs> physically in my own two eyes. You know, I'm sad I missed that. But kudos to her. You know, shout out to her. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> Thank you, Terrence. <laughs> and also, another black award winning news. Please tell us about this Emmy that Donald Glover got. Shout out to him. Oh, man. Donald, look, look. Shout out to. Oh, man. Do you watch the show? First of all, do you watch the show? The Emmys, yeah. No, no, his actual his actual show. Oh, his show Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta was amazing. And I'm I'm pissed that we have to wait quite some time for the next season, but it's cool. I understand he's working, so it's all good. No, so I don't watch the show, to be honest with you. I don't at all. Yeah, what do you watch? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's do really what? Talk. <laughs> what? 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 All right. You're making me nervous, but... Just, just, why, um, why are you coming for me? <laughs> We'll talk off air, but go ahead, continue. No, no, no. For, for people who don't watch a show like me, you know, how is the show? <laughs> it's very good. I think it's very realistic of, like, most people, when they depict um, African Americans, it's always in a sense of, like, tragedy or us, like, really struggling, depressed, and all stuff like that. But what I like is this is putting, like, a humorous spin on, like, stuff that we do as black people every day. But without it being, you know, so negative, it's just being, like, realistic of, like, this is just how, you know, we are. And then, more importantly, it really speaks to the culture of Atlanta as well. Um, So it's just very relatable, and especially when, you know, you watch all these reality shows now and all the love and hip-hop and stuff, 
it just really gives a pretty accurate depiction of, you know, what it's like, you know, from the clubs and the promoters to the artists trying to come up and, you know, some of the relationships and stuff. It's just, I think it covers all a lot right, of bases. All right, all right, all right, Lizzie. All right, let's say quick, quick. Not, not a whole, not a whole, not a whole bio. Oh, well, <laughs> for those who haven't watched it, I think that about sums it. But anyway. That sums it. Okay, okay. So basically, Glover was the first black director to win an Emmy for his work on a comedy series, and he was the first black man since 1985 to win an Emmy for the leading acting in a comedy series, you know, Atlanta. So, a shout out to him. I mean, he, hey, look, I did watch one episode, I ain't gonna lie to you. But I didn't watch it, I didn't watch it a lot. <laughs> so, I just want to see if you can give me a grasp because I only seen one episode. But, you know, from what I saw, it was the very first episode, I, I just kind of forgot about the show. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that, brother. But hey, man, I'm, I'm supporting you through, you know, faith and everything. But uh, that is a great, that is a great thing. I think it's long overdue for, uh, you know, a black actor and you know to win an Emmy, uh, and a director as well. Um, that, that's just dope. Dope. Yeah, I, I agree. And another person that definitely was killing it like the past week or so was Tiana Taylor. She's been performing her butt off at the Hip Hop Honors, even with a boot on her like foot. She was at New York Fashion Week. Hey, I was out there, too. I was mad I didn't see her. Mm. I I wish I would have went. I'm not even going to lie to you because my friend, she works for Fashion Bomb Daily. Shout out to Sharice. And she was out there doing some coverage and stuff. Um, But it was just amazing. Like, she was walking one runway. Then you see her performing at, you know, the Plan Fashion Show with Future to mask off, and then you see her in another show after that. So I, I really like to see the growth that she's just had as far as being mm-hmm. versatile and, and, like, a representative for, um you know, African-American community. And just especially showing, like, that we can start to integrate these runways and what, quote-unquote, fashion and beauty is because, you know, because they're standards. you got to be a certain height, certain weight, and look like a certain, you know, exotic figure. But, you know, there's – there's a variety now, and I think they're starting to see that and embrace it. So even from the performance they had, you know, at Fashion Week, um, you would have never guessed they would have had, you know, somebody like Future and allowing Nikki to do it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I think we're definitely which is definitely dope. Did you, so shout out speaking to of Future, did you see him when he brought his kids on the stage the other night for his yeah. performance? <laughs> uh, his little kids is going off. That, that was that was cool. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, I love I love seeing like the rappers be like family men like especially when we hear them like oh they're having four or five kids all right well where are these kids at you know so the fact <laughs> that they even come out no let's just be honest to some of them listen, you always at the club and they never seen you with the child but i never but um yeah it's definitely inspiring to see so you know shout out to him for that and what i really thought was interesting is and, and they have a good point so the migos did an interview and they feel like they have changed hip-hop, and they feel like everybody is biting their stuff. Do you agree, Terrence? Hey, you heard my little fart noise. That little... <laughs> Look, you may have changed it for not hip-hop in general, but just maybe the new rappers coming out. You know, everybody bites off somebody, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't think you changed the overall hip-hop game. You may have this era. That's about it. At the most, they're great. I'm not taking nothing from them. They probably are the the hypest group in the game right now. Yeah, they actually they are the hypest. I can't even think of another group that I can't compare it to them right now. Can you think mm-hmm. of somebody that's? I can't even think of anyone. And then everyone else mm-hmm. is single independent artists like Future and you know, 
Yo Gotti or people like that. They're just artists by themselves. So they are the hottest group right now. But as a fact, in changing the whole hip hop game right now, that's a bold statement, man. Y'all keep on uh, keep on prospering. But to some extent, I kind of agree with them as far as um them saying like people, I guess bite their style. I would yeah, I, would say I agree with that. A new element. Hip hop, I wouldn't say change it, I would say they added a new element to hip hop because there's still a lot of stuff that is like you know true to the hip hop culture, whether it's like the New York vibe or the West Coast vibe, you know, that still remains. So it's not like everybody changed their sound, but I will say you can tell a lot of people now the way they do their flow or their delivery when it comes to their like rhymes and stuff it's definitely synonymous to the Migos and it's to the point where it's like, okay, like give us something else. And it's unfortunate because you can't really recreate their wave though. Like they kind of <laughs> magically somehow, like they work so well together where they just understand each other, whether it's like, Migo, Migo. <laughs> yeah, like it's just perfect. I don't know how to explain it, but it works for them. So I, I'll give them that at least. But who's, all right. Who's the, who's the best rapper in the group? I'm here for it completely. Um, but one one thing that I was tripping over is this picture of um Wendy Williams on Instagram <laughs> and Ti like Yeah. <laughs> 